Welcome back to the Citizens Defending Freedom show. Coming up today, we celebrate the 25,000 babies who were saved in the year since Roe v. Wade was overturned, how libraries are now censoring conservative voices, and how a new Supreme Court ruling will protect religious liberties. All of that and more ahead on today's show. But first, before we get started, head to our website, citizensdefendingfreedom.com, and hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss out on any of our content. It has officially been one year since Roe v. Wade was overturned. According to the Society of Family Planning, 25,000 babies were saved as a result of the overturning of Roe v. Wade last year. This is an amazing call for celebration for the pro-life movement. Can you imagine the plans God has for each and every single one of those 25,000 babies? Furthermore, the New York Times reported at least 61 Planned Parenthood facilities have stopped offering abortions. Meanwhile, six Republican states across the country, including Tennessee, Virginia, Kansas, and Iowa, are leading a donation drive for pregnancy centers, which support expectant mothers during their pregnancies and are alternatives to abortion clinics like Planned Parenthood. This project has been named the Dobbs Donation Drive, and HerPlan.org has posted Amazon wish lists of pregnancy centers around the country for pro-life citizens to make generous donations. Items that many of the pregnancy centers are requesting include diapers, baby clothes, baby bottles, high chairs, car seats, and other necessities for new parents to take care of their children. If you are interested in contributing to this noble cause, you can visit HerPlan.org to find a list of pregnancy centers that need support. Now, in Montgomery County, Texas, local citizens uncovered that the American Library Association is silencing and censoring conservative and Christian voices. Famed Growing Pains actor Kirk Cameron recently teamed up with Brave Books to host public book readings in libraries across the nation called Brave Books Story Hour, where kids are taught basic positive virtues. In opposition to that, the American Library Association advocated at a recent conference how to prevent Brave Book Story Hours. One of the ways they suggested to counter the Brave Book Story Hour would be for the library administrator to block off days on the calendar so that Cameron and the Brave Books team wouldn't be able to book a slot. And that is precisely what happened. Each of the libraries where Brave Books and Cameron had planned on booking in Montgomery County, Texas, were mysteriously booked out every single day they requested. And not just for one month, but for every Saturday from May to August, while other days remained wide open. The suspicious activity is what led to the team from Citizens Defending Freedom investigating the matter. As it turns out, it was actually a concerted effort to censor and prevent the readings. When citizens physically went to one of the libraries to see what was going on, they found locked doors and empty rooms at the alleged booked library. It's obvious the American Library Association does not want any conservative story hours taking place. Meanwhile, transsexual drag queen performances for children seem perfectly acceptable to this organization. Take a look at this video for yourself. Could you clarify what you said about Kirk Cameron room booking? You're a public agency. Unfortunately, it's a little bit of Caesar's coin there. You're committed to non-discrimination and the provision of services. So if someone wants you know, who's eligible to use the room, books the room and has a Kirk Cameron story hour, you know, they're entitled to do that. So law protects their ability to do that. But what you can do is exercise your own speech as an institution. You know, you, you know, public libraries actually have their own right to engage in government speech to make clear what their mission is, who they support, what their goals are. And so if 
you have a Kirk Cameron Story Hour booked in your library, you could actually have a library-sponsored Pride Festival the same day and fill the library with rainbows and have other programming in place. You can put posters on the wall that make clear what the library's mission and commitment to inclusion and diversity is um, as people walk in. Um, you can make sure that there are anti-harassment provisions in your behavior policy. There are many steps you can take to make it clear where the library stands while serving your obligations. Libraries should be places where children and adults can learn and read. The fact that libraries are now censoring good moral content while promoting wicked moral content is disgraceful. Brave Books is hosting a nationwide See You at the Library event on August 5th. They are on a mission to turn our nation back to God. They are encouraging families who love America and God to gather at public libraries to pray, sing, and read virtuous books. Visit their website at bravebooks.us to learn how you can host one of these events at your local library. Next, the Supreme Court has ruled in favor of religious freedom. A Christian postal worker in Pennsylvania, Gerald Groff, wanted to be able to take Sundays off as his Sabbath instead of delivering packages for USPS. In 1977, the Supreme Court issued a ruling that said employees have the right to take time off to observe religious beliefs and practices as long as it does not create an undue hardship on the business. Groff worked for the Postal Service as a fill-in. USPS contracted with Amazon to deliver packages on Sundays. Groff's branch, which began delivering on Sundays, instructed him to get his shifts covered. He missed over a dozen assigned shifts because he could not find someone to cover his Sunday shifts. Groff then resigned and hired legal representation. The Third Circuit Court ruled that the Postal Service would suffer undue hardships if they would have accommodated him. The case was then appealed to the Supreme Court, who overturned the Third Circuit Court's ruling, saying that allowing Groff to take Sundays off for religious purposes did not create an undue burden on USPS. This is a great victory for those who believe. No American should have to choose between honoring their faith and keeping their job. Also, in case you missed it, the Supreme Court finally eliminated affirmative action in American colleges and universities. Schools will no longer be able to racially discriminate while deciding on who will be admitted. At Citizens Defending Freedom, we applaud this move. Racial discrimination of any kind is not only wrong, it's immoral. According to the Bible, Genesis 1:27 tells us that God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. While we may look different, we're all human beings and discrimination is wrong no matter what the pigmentation of your skin color is. Colleges and universities should admit students based on merit rather than skin color. Before we go, we want to leave you with our inspirational Bible verse of the week. This week's verse is Romans 12:2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. As you can see, Citizens Defending Freedom is doing important work. Help us today in our fight to preserve freedom and protect children and push back against radical ideologies. Please visit citizensdefendingfreedom.com where you can learn more about our organization and generously contribute to our cause. Have a great day and make sure to like us on all social media and tell your friends about the great things we're doing. God bless.